Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Third World Cinema Club. Welcome guys to Third World Cinema Club. I'm John Tawasel from Present Confusion. I'm Jim of Jimmy Licolati Papa. And I'm DJ Ramones of Reversity.net. So in this very relatively short episode, we'll be talking to you about the films of the recently concluded Pistana ng Pelikulang Pilipino 3. Unfortunately, wala dito si Tristan, pero nandito ako. Napanag ko lahat. Um, DJ has watched two, two films. films Jim, how many films have you watched? One, two, three, Five. Four. Five films. films. So, I guess for parang lightning round. Ako mabilis. Yan, lightning round. Let's go through the films na ako lang ang nakapanong. Go ahead. Pakit-pakit time ako, Jim. So, let's begin. Pagbalik by uh, Ranilio. I forgot her name. <laughs> uh, it's about this uh, OFW who comes home. She's a victim of the deportation policies of the Trump administration. She comes home to a family that doesn't really know her. A mother who she left behind. And a son that doesn't really know her either. Mm-hmm. So there's there's enough space for family drama in this film. I mean, conceptually, it's it's pretty you know, um, maraming pwedeng gawin sa kanya. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, it's a very amateurish film in terms of ano, in terms of its construction, aesthetic niya. Mm-hmm. Ang hiling niya sa fade to black. Um, it's it's staged really weirdly. It's black and white. Para siyang ano? para siyang student film. Mm-hmm. And yun, yun, ironically, yung film na nauna pa dun sa... Kasi each PPP film is accompanied short by a short film. Mas polished pa yung short film na yun kaysa dun sa feature film na sinundan niya. And surprisingly, this is, ano no, or this was graded A by... This was graded A. a parang, uh, what were they smoking? Ano ba ba? Suzette Ranillo, uh, though, very nice performance. Gloria Sevilla. Gloria Sevilla also. Very much, you know, old lady doing stuff. Pero yun, I mean, I, I couldn't find anything to latch on to it. To latch on to. It's ano, parang sobrang conceptually bankrupt siya. Wala, wala ako makuha sa kanya anything. Pero it, it, it could have been, I mean, with the right execution, it could have been at least a passable or acceptable movie. Yun, pagbalik. So, Number two, I'm Elena L by Boy Tukison. Mm-hmm. Yes. By the way, uh, spoiler alert for all the films. So, I'm Elena L is about uh, Elena L. Prayed may Maris Lakal. Mm-hmm. This is her probably her one of her better performances. Mm-hmm. She's this, you know, stereotypical millennial girl who wants to be an influencer. Eight grade charot. Yeah, eight <laughs> grade charot. Uh, interested ako in the fact na it doesn't indict influencer culture as much as it acknowledges its existence and uh, additionally yung yung parang kung magag magaganito ka magpakatotoo ka na lang parang ganun yung message na gusto ipalakas ng pelikula i mean for most of the film ganun siya and then it comes into this really really weird third act na ang nangyari kay Elena I guess I'm going to spoil it for you guys ay ano during a tattooing performance dahil sa sakit ano nagdiarrhea siya doon sa nagtatato sa kanya kasi iniputan niya yung ta- tao oh. so imagine so it goes into this weird place na about parang nagtouch siya slightly about cyberbullying and ano pero ano eh it bounces back really fast eh. imagine if the ending of John Denver trending was 
after binuli si John Denver, gumawa siya ng rap song about how he stole the iPad. Parang ganun ka weird yung ano, yung yung direction na pinuntahan ng film. Pero it's it's fitting with the ano eh. It's fitting with the ano, with the mainstream like ano intentions of the film. Ganun, ganun yung pupuntahan niya. I mean, it's a very nice performance by the lead two actors. May, although yung yung si Inigo Pasquale yung character niya para palaging galit. At siya palaging galit. Na tipong hindi naman kailangan. And, pero, alam mo yun, uh, fans of this love team, I think Marnie yung title. They will have a lot to appreciate with this film. And to be fair, it was better than I expected. Pero so, yun nga, sobrang sabog ng third act na This also, this film also features a cameo by Dante Gulapa, mm. internet sensation. Yeah, yeah. Parang emblematic siya of the kind of internet personality na gusto ng pelikulang ito. Yung taong napapasaya lang, napapakatotoo, hindi siya papeke, mm-hmm. na, ayun, um, become successful because of it. Okay. And, ano, uh, parang si Dante Gulapa lang worth the price of admission, kahit sobrang walang sense ng cameo niya. <laughs> Wait, Gee, lang. Quick wait. question lang siguro dun sa ano, I'm Millennial. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Millennial. <laughs> I'm Millennial. I'm Millennial. <laughs> Slow. Ayaw. <laughs> Pero yung sabog na third act niya, parang do you sense that they're trying to be ano ba to? Yung absurdist? Alam mo, I'm not sure, pero they leaned into it na eh. Parang, hmm. parang they went that direction, pinakatawan na nila. Hmm na ganun talaga sabog talaga yung lalabas inis ko kasi parang is it one of those parang si Boyta kasi is part of bubblegum diba? yeah. yeah. parang every now and then they really do weird stuff ganyan yeah. so, parang umabot sa ganun eh yan yung, may, yung binubuli siya tinatawag siya ano, ta-elenya L ah, okay. elenya L yung mga no holds barred na yeah. version ng bubblegum humor na. oh ganun I mean sobrang ta-e talaga mm. pero yun eh I mean sige kasi nung napanood ko yun Well, it was the gala screening. Yan. Tawa na tawa yung mga tao. Okay. So, I, I mean... Support. Support. <laughs> At the same time, ako natawa din ako even if I'm not a fan. So, yeah, I can see the appeal naman. Yan, sa kanya. Yan, okay. So, next is G by Don Don Santos. Yan. Bilang doktor, maraming gusto sabihin dyan. So, it's about these people. They are soccer players. Um, their captain is Makoy De Leon. Uh-huh. And one day, he gets sick with cancer. Now, as a doctor, I have to say, gallbladder cancer is almost exclusively, well, not really exclusively, is a disease that we really see in older people, 60 to 70 years old. So, isang 18-year-old na may gallbladder cancer, for an 18-year-old to have that is very, 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 very rare. At meron pa siyang kasama sa support group na meron ding gallbladder cancer na parang, ha, dalawa kayo, ganun. Parang nakahanap ka ng dalawa. Parang ka nanalo ng, lot, ng lottery twice, ganun. So anyway, whatever. As part of his final desire in life, nag-bucket list siya to go on a road trip with his friends, have sex for the first time kasi virgin siya, etc., etc. Y- yung that youthful road trip na may konting sexuality, uh-huh. it reminded me kind of a low-budget, mga 50 centavos na itumamatambien. Oo, itumamatambien nga. <laughs> Pero, again, weird third act. There's, there's from this road trip into this murder, mystery, slash thriller mm. na... Weird na nga. <laughs> yeah, na sobrang bizarre na akala mo it wraps itself neatly pero biglang may isa na namang twist at the end na sobrang out of left field na tipong what the fuck na tipong okay, parang nothing really gets resolved by the end. I mean, the only good thing I can say about it is medyo karisma. Oh, na, medyo na-steal ng show ni Jameson Blake yung kanya kasama si Pakoy. Mm. Mas, it's bizarre. Mm. Pero, 
I don't know. Pa- pa- para siyang bad Wattpad. Mm, story, yeah. Turned into a film. Exercise caution when you watch this. Yeah. So, <laughs> next yun. is Watch Me Kill. Tyrone share to. Best may, director siya dito. Best director siya. He won Best Director. Uh-huh. So, it's about Jean Garcia who is uh, Luciana. She's a contract killer. She's a very good contract killer. Mm. One day, during a contract gone bad, kung naglalaro kayo ng Red Dead Redemption 2, para siyang Red Dead Redemption 2 that, that, that goes horribly wrong. Kasi may pinatay siya, may witness, pinatay niya yung witness, may isa pang witness, actually, dalawang witness, pinatay niya yung dalawang witness. So, naging bloodbath yung general area na yan. Tapos, may nag-stumble out na isang bata, si Junica Santamina. Uh, she, you probably know her from Children of the River or Musmusag. And they form a weird relationship together. It tries to explore Jean's character as an assassin. Kung ano yung mga nawala sa kanya bilang nanay, hmm. bilang bata, hmm. na she, bilang normal na tao na hindi pumapatay. Pero everything she does, yung kanyang killing lifestyle comes back to haunt her. And although you Aesthetically, it's really, really good. Para siyang it was shot parang on film or baka post yun. You know, as a post. And may, may, may wide, really wide shots na yung, yung landscape, yung provincia na landscape parang pinapalabas yung desierto ng western. Mm-hmm. Parang ganun yung, yung peg niya. Ang ganda, ang ganda ng, ang ganda ng kubaga visual storytelling niya. Unfortunately, yung story na gusto niyang sabihin, parang nakukulangan ako. Okay. na tipong naghahanap ako ng something more about Jean's character parang hanggang dito na lang ba yung aabutin mo to the point na as the film went on nawala yung dimensionality niya na, and it also hinges on a very a, a twist na sobrang basang-basa mo from a mile away yung twist na yan na tipong what more does it say about the character parang yeah. I mean it can invite discussion pero parang nakukulangan ako mm-hmm. pero I don't really hate the film per se pero yun nga it, it, is, it still has a lot of It has a lot of storytelling problems. But if, with the right script, with a refined story, this could have been one of the best films mm. of this year. Arin nga. Ganun talaga. This year as in PPP, this year as in the year. As in the year. Kasi ang ganda, ng, ang ganda talaga ng, ano eh, ng visually, ang ganda niya visually mag-tell mag- story. Mm. Nakaintriga mo yung sabi, di ba, ni Tristan na, ni Tristan na, watch me kill your time. Watch me kill your time. <laughs> it's also slow-paced. Slow-paced talaga siya. Watch me kill your time. I mean, slow burn siya. It's, ano, it's not for everyone. It's quite, quite a slog to go through. Pero yun nga, if, yun yung atmosphere lang niya, I dig it. Pero sayang lang na, wala siyang maisabi pang story other than watching. Okay. Nasabi ko So, let's go to open. Parang nyo ba yung open? No? Hindi. Mm, Pero naparoon ng mga friends ko at natutuwa sila. Yun. <laughs> Ando, you're a nice best film, actually. So, ano, uh, it stars R.C. Munoz and she's paired up with J.C. Santos. J.C. Santos. They're a couple na parang yung pelikula yung Alessandro De Rossi. They, they should have split a long time ago. Parang like 12, diba? Yeah, like 12. Parang J.C. Santos is really emotionally manipulative. Sa kanya lahat ng red flags of a bad partner. Immature siya, clingy, masyado, parang pinapadepend niya si RC sa kanya. At the same time, si RC, si RC masyado siyang nagpapadala sa lalaki. Na tipong, napapakamartir siya dahil lang ba matagal yung relasyon niya. Their relationship was 14 years old. They're like high school sweethearts at this point. And yun nga, J.C. Santos floats the idea of an open relationship which he got from his friend who's also in an open relationship in order to salvage the relationship. Pero sa totoo lang, it's just an excuse for him to cheat 
on RC with Irene, those character, okay. his boss, basically. And that way, it, this is really not about an open relationship. This in is Ray about in the Raymundo, yeah. I mean, who can resist? But but still, but still, I mean, it's ano, it's um, it's about this, it's about um, trying to let go of things. Na dapat matagal mo nang let go. So yung yung end scene niya is ano, parang it's played filmically as parang tragedy or parang hugot moment. Pero sa totoo lang, cathartic siya para sa akin. Masaya ako naghiwalay sila. Yan, spoiler alert. Namanggit nga rin sa <laughs> Naghiwalay sila at end. Na tipong, girl, mag- just leave. Yun. Um, yun din. Maganda yung pagkasulat niya. Isa sa mga writers nitong film na to si Dwayne Baltasar. So, ah. ano. Ano, it's very very realized kung maganda yung Napansin ko lang parang maraming nag-rave kay Arsene Munoz so it comes to her acting ang ganda ng performance niya may isang scene doon na gusto niya magsabi ng maraming masasamang words <laughs> nakikita mo yung galit niya sin kulang na lang patahin niya si JC Santos sa harap niya kasi ganun siyang kapanungpuno sa kanya kasi mararamdaman mo parang I know a lot of people masyado silang nahi-hysterical or na ano kay Arsene Munoz pero dito talaga may, may ano eh may pasok siyang iba eh ako na-appreciate ko naman siya in ano eh always be my me may me be yeah uh, shadow yung ba siya sa last full show yeah last full show okay siya sa akin ako okay siya sa akin sa last full show ah. although I, I'm, I'm aware that not a lot of people oo uh, nao-oye yan nga sa kanya nao-oye yan sa, sa last full show pero yun I, I mean may, 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 may parang ano eh yeah. but is this film serious ba how is it t- tone it's ano it's it's serious relatively so walang masyadong like comic yeah, it's, it's more wrong than wrong. Uh, and yun eh. Hmm. I mean, makikita mo talaga may, may power imbalance na tipo yan. Si JC Santos, hmm. um, bumibili sila ng cake. Hmm. Gusto ni RC itong flavor na to. Kasi alam niya masarap to. Hmm. Gusto ni JC Santos, ibang flavor. So, una, siningit niyang ganun, sinabi, ay, itong dalawa na lang yung bilhin natin, yung flavor ko at flavor mo. Tapos later, iniba niya na tipong, kasi ah, itong flavor ko, tapos isa pang flavor na gusto ko. So, tipong hindi na piling kay Arsene. Kasi yung flavors nung, nung ice cream or whatever na binili nila, hindi masarap. Mm-hmm. Yung kay Arsene yung masarap, sinabihan siya ng like, in-laws niya. Yung future in-laws niya kasi engaged na sila. Na tipong, ay, hindi pala sila engaged. Parang, parang, ano, family ni Jesus Santos na, ano, ay, sana binili mo yung yung flavor na gusto ni Arsene. Masarap yan. Mm-hmm. So, yun. So, tipong walang, walang, walang agency si Arsene. Walang agency niya in the relationship. Kaya yun nga, sobrang toxic niya from the start na tipong, girl, maghiwalay na kayo. Hindi ka gaya ng iba, pili ko na dyan, na tipong papakit lang yung lalaki. Hiwalay <laughs> na kayo. Yung house niyo. House niyong dalawa. Yeah. <laughs> Talagang yung clue yun, yung hint. Ayun. Tapos, I guess yung last, Cuddle Weather. Cuddle Weather, directed by Rod Marmol. Yan, it's about two sex workers. Um, isang neophyte, played by R.K. Bagaching. He comes to meet uh, Suramires. Um, and Suramires is is a pro. Pro talaga siya. As in, she knows the ins and outs of the trade. Um, marami siyang high profile na clients. They form an, a weird relationship na because yung nature ng sex work is very, I mean, it's very intimate but impersonal. Alam mo yan? May, 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 yun, yun yung conundrum niya eh. Na hinahanap niya yung yung intimacy 
or yung, yung emotional intimacy if I, to rephrase it from R.K. Bagaching na yun nga nagkakodal sila but kinontrata niya at the same time tuturuan si R.K. Bagaching how to be a better gigolo so yun I mean it's a very interesting ano very interesting dynamic kudos kay Sura Mires kasi binigay niya lahat niya sa role niya it's one of her best performances uh, it's ano eh uh, pero alam mo yun I understand yung criticism ng iba na it, it medyo sanitizes romanticizes nga uh, I'm not sure about romanticizing pero parang parang pinalinis niya yung ano yung sex work it's a very dangerous profession and pero I understand yung aesthetic nila na parang pinapalinis nila artificially yung yung sex work na nature because ano eh ganun talaga siya eh parang feeling there's there's an artifice in it eh na tipong this is an artificial relationship you are having with another person in exchange for money this is transactional na tipong there is walang walang anything true about the relationship you form with this sex worker and yung relationship na finorm ni Suramiris with RK is in in a more ano in a sa kama basically cuddling together it's a more warm welcoming space hindi siya kasi sterile na or fake dun sa mga lugar na pinagsasexan niya with various other people and yung various other people I mean may sarili-sarili silang neurosis yung mga johns niya tsaka yung mga babae din actually eh hmm. yung mga yung babae ni Magaching hmm. ano I mean nabanggit ka nun regarding sa parang parang may kudos ka with the film regarding sa parang I forget if condom or something na yeah um, it it to to be fair to the film it addresses pre-exposure prophylaxis mm-hmm. that that is ano drugs that you can take to prevent you from contracting like AIDS especially in very high risk profession initially for the ano yan, eh, for the for sex workers yan. pero it's like other people who have lots of sexual partners can do it can mm-hmm. use it prep your pre-exposure prophylaxis mm-hmm. yon and yun lang. I mean, I understand given na medyo may pagka-mainstreamy siyang flavor kahit na ganun siya. Pero yun, y- yung third act lang niya, yung, yung medyo nagkadramahan na yung dalawa. Kasi there, there's some kind of conflict that doesn't feel too concrete. At ano, tinatry mong ihukay yung ano, yung thing nila, yung relationship foibles nila together. Parang why should they be, be together? na hindi mo masyadong ma-form kasi medyo weird yung pagkasulat ng third act. Pero anyway, yun. Third act problems. Ito yung ano ng, pro- ng festival na ito. Problema ng festival ito. Mm. Pero yun, I still enjoyed Cuddle Weather a lot. Tsaka props talaga kay Sura Mines. Okay. So, tapos na ka mag-monologue for 20 minutes. <laughs> Let's move on to films we have watched. I guess, segue muna tayo into one of the non-competition entries, Verdict. Oh, Verdict. Directed okay. by Raymond... Vibay Gutierrez. Vibay Gutierrez. Apprentice of... Brilliante. Brilliante Mendoza. Mendoza. Para sa akin, the apprentice has surpassed the master. <laughs> so, it's about, ano, it starts with a crime committed by, um, what's, what's his name? Christopher King. Late Christopher King. Yeah, uh, Christopher King's last performance. Christopher yes. King against... Max Eigenman. I mean, day and uh, ano, it's clear as day. Nakikita mo yung crime. It's, it's right in front of you. Yes. And then, it goes into the minutiae of the legal proceedings following from that mm. to, ano, as they go about the case. Mm. Ako, um, 
in terms of comparison, uh, it's it reminded me of JL Tarejo's TPO, mm-hmm. pero it's less formally precise. It's ano, it's it's more interested in the nitty-gritty of the justice system itself yeah. instead of like the emotional uh, ano ba yan? the emotional background of this this dysfunctional relationship uh, and ano eh doon sa makikita mo kay Max again maasar ka kasi hindi siya literate sa justice system uh, kasi she makes so many mistakes in terms of like getting witnesses actually yun din yung napansin ko dun sa film parang alam mo agad na Mahina eh. Mahina yung mahina evidence yung, niya. Mahina yung evidence. Malakas dapat, pero oh. mahina. It's stacked against her. And I guess I have to rephrase my earlier statement na hindi naman, hindi naman siya nagkakamali din. Hmm. Solely. Parang yung sistema, laban sa isang babaeng kagaya niya, hmm. hindi patas. O para doon sa lalaki. Culturally, systemically. Hmm. As in, maraming times doon sa pelikula na sinasabihan siya, oh no, Areguluhin mo na lang to. Settle na lang kayo. Pero ayaw ni Max Ligonman. Kasi talaga namang, nagka-problema siya. Uh, talagang with the film, kasi pinakita dun yung very, ano, um, of views, violence against women. Violence against women and okay. children. Uh, and children. Kompleto siya. <laughs> Ang maganda dun sa pelikula, balance kasi siya na, <clears throat> sorry, pinakita yung sa side ng accused or the suspect and then sa victim, mm-hmm. di ba? Although, yun lang, talagang personally kasi may ganun na naranasan kaming ganyan na parang may legal case. So, <clears throat> alam mo kapag dumaan sa PAO, alam mo kapag bayad yung abogado. So, kapag bayad kasi talaga yung abogado, <clears throat> ah, sikasuhin ka niya. Ganyan. And then, gagawang kanya kahit ikaw pa yung accused, he will do everything para mawin yung case. Which in the film, hindi naka, nakabayad. Actually, this is on the part of Christopher King. Yeah. Kaya, ang nag-takeover, yung isang tao. Yeah. So, parang, in, additionally from gender, may issues of class, class din. Mm-hmm. Na tipong, uh, ang lumabas sa sistema natin, the ones who can get justice are the ones who can afford it. Yes. That's true. Yun. Um, I mean, it's sobrang, ano eh, sobrang press, ah, uh, sobrang, infuriating. Oo, totoo. Nakakataas ng BP siya. Na tipong, <laughs> oh, kasi, alam, mong, alam mo kasi yung nangyari eh. Uh-oh. Yun yung maganda doon na tipong. Pinakita niya na ito na yung maling ginawa. Mm-hmm. Bakit ganito pa rin yung nangyayari? Um, yung, I guess, yung one parang quibble ko lang sa peliko lang to. Ayan, yung ending kasi niya. Ayun, actually, ako din dun. Parang, during the decision, mm-hmm. si Christopher King ay gumawa ng something, some krimen, na mm. nakitumandem siya or something. Yeah. Nakita siyang patay. So, parang, eh, we're, we're gonna assume this is uh, some sort of extrajudicial Ako killing. Ako din. Yan din yung naiisip ko. Na tipong, inadvertently, um, kasi yung decision ng judge ay for Christopher King. Yes, acquitted siya. Acquitted siya of the crime. Because sobrang hina nung kaso niya. Ang hina kasi talaga nung backup or nung evidence even yung mga nakukuha niyang witness mahina niya no so yung yung main issue ko with the film actually is in in yung pinapalabas mo na yung recourse na lang doon kay Christopher King ay nagkataong namatay siya hmm. parang is it advocating extrajudicial means of justice or is it just saying that sometimes some people because of the system's failure hmm. 
they resort to extrajudicial means to get justice. Actually, another thing na pwede pa natin i-consider ay parang binis na siya dun sa parang consequences or fate nung magiging character ni ano ni Christopher <laughs> King. Kaya ganun nangyari. Nga lang, 'di ba? Hindi malinaw it's ano um, tawag dito, ambiguous kasi 'di ba nakita siya nung nanay, 'di ba si Dolly De Leon yung gumana. Ah. Na parang sinisisi si Max Hagelman and then umalis siya nung coach niya, 'di ba? Doon sa parang so ano to parang pwede pwedeng mong isipin or ng audience na may kinalaman ba si ano, Max Hagelman. Ganun ang pwedeng isipin eh. Yeah, I mean, pwedeng did ganun, she have eh. a hand in in this? Oo, nag-revenge ba siya? Ganun eh, pwedeng Or ganun. parang helpless lang ba talaga siya? Or yun nga eh, hmm. you, you don't or know eh. may effect pa rin ng trauma na sinaktan siya, kaya nag-walk out siya. Ganun. Pero I'm, I'm thinking if this is an endorsement of that, or hmm. parang it's just saying na dahil nga ganito, ito yung patutunguhan ng tao. Hmm. And yun nga, Our, our justice system is really flawed. Sobrang Totoo. flawed. Kasi talagang based on experience din in medyo private pero ano lang konting ano lang papyaw lang uh, dumadaan ka sa due process eh. So uh-huh. minsan pag due process talagang tatagal ng taon and uh-huh. then parang gusto mo na lang matapos. Yun talaga eh. Yun talaga yung reality realistic ka na take talaga ng justice system natin dito sa Philippines. Kaya parang magand- nakarelate ako yeah. somewhat sa, sa film. Relatable. <laughs> oh, okay. Criticism of relatability. <laughs> so yun. Punta naman tayo sa isang... Tsaka nga pala regarding ano, kasi hindi ako masyado more on the courtroom drama. Hindi ako fan. Hindi ako fan ni John Grisham. <laughs> oh. So, when I watch Verdict, na-appreciate ko siya because... Uh, the setting is in the Philippines yung realistic ganun kasi another siguro book na court drama na na-appreciate ko lang ay yung 19 minutes ni Jody Picot aside from that yun lang wala na okay so let's move on to a film yan anong dahil yung tatlo um, Eduardo Roy's Lola Igna ah okay so Lola Igna played by uh, Angie Ferro mm-hmm. very veteran actress mm-hmm. although ang tagal niyang Lola inactive eh parang hindi natin lang kung ano nangyari. Lumabas siya sa film si Eddie Garcia. Before. Um, Atchay. Yun yung, Atchay yung pinakana niya. Yung remarkable niya. And then, I haven't seen pagputi ng uwak pag itim ng tagak. Pero she's also there. Yeah. So, in this film, she's a 118-year-old grandmother. Na unbelievable. Napakalakas. Oh, lakas? <laughs> Dinex si Olivia de Havel. She wants nothing more but to, to die. Mm-hmm. Pero this, the local government and her, ano, her parang kapitbahays they apply her to this parang organization parang Guinness para, Book World of Records yeah, yeah. to recognize her as the oldest living grandmother mm-hmm. and they go while they go on with the process she becomes something of a minor celebrity mm-hmm. so it explores ang dami niyang actually tinatouch mm-hmm. uh, ano pala disclaimer ang kryptonite ko sa cinema in general ay matandang babae in cinema so talagang in a personal manner talagang naapektuhan ako nito pero beyond that it it's a film that talks about in celebrity culture mm. how we glorify old age mm. there are thematic similarities to uh, Dwayne Baltasar's Mami Mumay mm-hmm. na in, in which there, yung may may taong gusto mamatay pero hindi siya mamatay matay also about ano eh it's a tribute to the midwife then kasi ah. midwife si ano mm-hmm. midwife si Lola Igna and parang she seeks death but she brings life. May may parang may may interplay na ganun. And it's a far far better tribute to midwives 
than another film about midwives that came about in Sinemalaya recently. <laughs> Although, meron akong favorite film na, I know favorite, but gusto about na gusto midwives. I think ngayon sa Puso ng Dagat. Sa Puso ng Dagat. Directed by late Marilu Diaz Abaya. Yeah, so what, what, what can you guys say about it? Ano ba? Uh, I find it sentimental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, gagamitin ko na kasi mayroong nung naging discussion din kasi namin dun sa post ko no, na I agree then it's bittersweet the film is uh, bittersweet so ang maganda kasi dito with the film Angie Ferro kasi uh, parang for me overdue <laughs> na, na parang yeah. over, uh, underrated actress first so, lead role niya raw yata yes this was her uh, first lead role version Dexter Doria appearing in Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> and then, kasi si Angie Ferro, just like, ano eh, parang yung kasabay niya, Luz Fernandez, yeah. ganyan. Nagdadub sila yung mm-hmm. sa mga cartoons, ganyan. Just like sila, ano, uh, Eugene Domingo, no? even sila, Miles Canapi. So, nung makapanood ko siya while watching it, magaling siya. Magaling siya. Magaling siya. She deserved the, ano eh, uh, she's deserving of the best actress uh, award. Yeah. Kasi makikita mo, yun yung acting ng, na kahit matanda na nai-insert niya pa or effectively comic siya. Ganun. And at the same time, uh, mararamdaman mo sa kanya yung pain, di ba? Yeah. Y- yun yung ano, yun yung maganda dun sa pelikula. Parang existential angst. Parang, mm-hmm. I'm looking for something to live for. Pero at the end, I found something to live for. Pero what now? Parang Mimi yun eh. Pag-usapan natin mamaya yun. Pero sige, DJ ko Interesting pala, no? parang meron ba siyang yung real, what's the term for that again? Pero, meron siyang allusion to real life na dahil si Angie Ferris someone old na rin na parang yung iniwan na rin siya ng mga kasabay niya. Ganun. O hindi naman. Pala, like parang, parang circa eh, no? Oo, sa circa ganun din eh. But you, you can say it's a ano, Philippine cinema in general. Actually, parang pag inanong mo, with, with circa and Lola Igna, it's somewhat symbolizes the Philippine cinema na para bang I don't know ah pero nakikita ko lang na parang it's dying ganun yung nangyayari no, siya. it's holding on to Oo, old ganun. memories ganun nakuko-op siya ng bago pero they still look to the past Uh-oh. instead of forward which is well we'll talk about Circa later, later. <laughs> pero may, I have a lot of things to say about so yun the whole time I watch Loleg na mamay umi nga yung nasa utak ko tapos again to use your word then Jim same naman na sentimental version siya ni Mama Yuming parang ewan ko nakahon siguro yung utak ko na ayun ah, yan so parang I kept on comparing it kasi dahil sentimental siya dami niyang parts na predictable or parang alam mo yung mangyayari yeah, tapos uh, parang found it a bit tedious for me kasi parang ito to tedious ayan yung ano <laughs> hahayisan niya ng arenola yung mga yan, ganyan. Parang, ano yung, guess <laughs> mo naging yung setup niya, ganun. And all throughout the movie, ganun. Pati yung nangyari kay Meryl Soriano. Uh, so parang, walang bago. another role walang, walang na nanay. Walang bago for me. Although I enjoyed it at first, especially yung sa characterization niya ni Angie Ferro. Napaka, how would you describe his personality dito? Parang, cranky. Cranky. Oh, cranky. Sobrang enjoyable yun. Pero other than that, yun niya, parang wala kasing bago for me in this hmm. movie. Kaya, hmm. Actually, this is ano eh, malayong malayo siya sa mga other films ni Eduardo Ray Jr. Like, hmm. uh, Fuckboys, which, ano, shown din this year. And then, kasi, tatlo pala napalagod ng movie ni Eduardo Ray, which is yun nga, yung uh, Fuckboys, uh, 
familiar din ako yung end of the na. So, hindi mo pa napapanood yung last full show? Hindi pa. Even yung quick change, hindi pa. So, uh, kasi with fuckboys and familiar din ako, for me, I find that ano, parang fast pace siya. Itong lolaig na ang slow niya. So, hmm. forgive me, pero during the time na pinapanood ko siya, eh, gabing-gabi na yun, last full show, okay. ang tikang ko ng katunugan. Ganun. <laughs> kasi slow. Oh, hindi ko lang kung nabanggit yan ah. Pero probably lumabas nito in some reviews. Mm-hmm. Yung Magnifico. Yun yung other movie na inisip ko Ooh. during this movie. Kasi yung subplot na she wanted her great-great-grandson na gumawa ng coffin for her. Ah, so parang yeah, inisip ko, sumi-twist ba ito na ala Magnifico na... na in a way, oo. Oh, oh, may, may twist, definitely. Actually, pero, parang pero, ano nga siya. Kung iko-compare ko siya sa isang film, buwakaw pa. Kasi di ba yung pinagpaplanuhan na niya yung ano, di ba? Yung sa yeah, death yeah. niya. Where he found something to live for with, uh, with the dog. Oo. Uh, yung, yun, uh, sa, parang sobrang sabaw lang na comment, pero, parang sa headcanon ko, parang kasama siya sa fuckboy cinematic universe. <laughs> Kasi di ba yung isang fuckboy ay apod. Ah, si Royce Cabrera. Uh, so, parang umuwi siya kay Lola Igna para mamuhay ng mapayapa. <laughs> After niya tumakas kay Ricky Dabao. So, parang fuckboys to ito. Ito na yung fuckboys. Ang inisip ko nga, what if nag-switch ano, nag- role si Yves Flores and Royce Cabrera? Hmm. Yun yung tinakasa niya kaya siya umuwi kaya, no? Lola Igna. May tatagawa niya yung polis. Itatago siya sa polis. Parang feeling ko, parang mas effective if Royce Cabrera yung magpiplay na parang vlogger-vlogger, diba si, ano, si, oh, si, ano, si Yves Flores. Anyway, siguro dahil nga influence pa rin na fuckboys na panood nung sinimalaya kaya agad. So, yun. Uh, interesting na may, may varied na tayo. Parang mm. varied. Ako, I really like Lonely. Okay, okay lang. Pero, <laughs> okay naman. Yeah, okay lang. So, let's go, I guess, similarly, let's go to Circa. Okay. And Adolfo Alex's Circa mm. stars Anita Lina. Lina. Ilan taon ba sa Anita Lina? 95? Ganun. <laughs> Parang ni- basta 90-something na siya. Grabe. Mas patanda siya kay Angie Ferro, di ba? So, Oo naman. Uh, mas so, bagay yata siya. <laughs> in this, <laughs> ano, in this uh, movie, she's not playing really herself. She's playing, ano, parang an old mother lily. Mm-hmm. Parang siyang, ano, film producer siya ah, who's gotten so old na she's trying to reminisce the past. And parang may, may parang supernatural element na konti po mapasok. Parang ako, for me, parang may pagkapit siya pong that's yeah, that's she's visited by eh. things of the past uh, uh, meanwhile parang her grandson and her children mm. they're trying to um, what they call this they're trying to organize a birthday party for her saka reunion din ng mga slash reunion of all the film workers, workers and on. actresses actors who work with her mm. I think this will alam mo para bagay no kasi 100 years of Philippines in it. Mm. I just found it a little to ano, pessimistic. Natipong, mm, okay. yun nga, yung, yung kay DJ na, it, it's very, it basks in nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Kasi it, ang dami mo, ang dami magagandang anecdotes in this film about, yes. about Malagarista, yung studio system dati. Even the archiving. Archiving. Uh-huh. Pero, there's a reluctance in this film to look forward. Eh. Mm-hmm. Parang ang ang lumalabas na thesis niya sa akin ay tipo. Ito ang ating Philippine cinema. It never it it already peaked. There's no coming back. Parang walang pag-asa to the future. And sayang kasi may point of view doon from yung the grandson who is a filmmaker. Na tipong hindi siya hopeful pa rin. The last 
one of the last like frames of this film is him lamenting over the destruction of you know mm-hmm. of of these old film reels tayo pagalaw ni Anita Linda dahil ayun yung pagalaw pero at the same time she's preventing them from being restored uh-huh. which is ano again detrimental to number one film history number two mm-hmm. yung, yung preservation ng film and yung ano yung you're not you're not allowing these younger filmmakers to learn from the ano, from the mistakes of those who came before you. Kasi di ba doon na naman papasok yung iba kasi yung style noon then the style ngayon. Oh. Di ba? Doon papasok yung ano eh, yung ganong perspective or point eh. eh. Ang na-appreciate ko naman kasi sa film action na ganda ako sa film. <laughs> Although when you watch it alam mo na the style or in treatment Adolf Alex na siya. Yes, very Alex film. Very Alex film na Yung siya. his stranger films, hindi yung mga Kiko and Lala. Hindi <laughs> <laughs> yung mga Yung mga pa-art. Ganun, ah, itong pa-art niya. Tsaka mahal na mahal niya yung bahay na yun. Yung puting bahay na yun. Na parang ginamit din in other film, The Panty Sisters. Parang same kasi sila. Same. Na, same si location. <laughs> <laughs> no, not GMA ah, films. Viva? Uh, re, ano, idea first kasi, diba? Idea first. Uh, mm. Ginamit ni Alex din yun sa ano, yung isang horror film yun, 2015. Ito ba yung kay Adi Aigaman? I forgot. Tsaka sa ano, ginamit na sa Kiko and Lala yan. Okay, I see. Yung, yung exterior na yan, yan. Oh, exactly. Naglalakad siya eh. Sa alas. Pero anyway, I digress. Ano, yun. It's, uh, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, it's good for, I appreciate the sentiment na magbalik tanong tayo. Pero, tumingin forward yan tayo. Ako, I like it kasi yun nga, na-discuss kasi yung mga issues like in archiving, preservation, yeah, it's, gano'n. it's very, ano. And then yung interest ng character ni Enchung di to do a film and then sana makakuha siya ng inspiration. However, Style. it failed eh. On the last, on the Yeah, kaya sobrang pessimistic <laughs> talaga yung <laughs> yun nga lang. Parang wala ng pag-asa. Parang gano'n. Sana hindi naman gano'n. I mean, Um, there's still ano naman there's, there's a chance and uh, although yun din hindi rin niya in-address kung bakit hindi tayo nag-advance to another golden age of Philippine cinema kasi ang, ang worry ko is yun nga baka after after 100 years sa parang circa of 29 100 years na di natin maintindihan kung ito ba talaga <laughs> I, yung 100 years or 100 second uh, years of Philippine cinema parang ano parang pag pag may PPP 2021-19 na ganun mm. <laughs> parang baka ang babalik tanawan nila ay yung golden age pa rin natin ng 1900 1960s 1960s ang dami kasi natin golden age of Philippines in oh diba? eh parang pinaka remarkable is the 70s uh, wala nang babalikan parang hanggang dito na lang parang ano tayo eh we're trapped in a ano eh in a closed loop eh mm. another na tawag dito uh, for me uh, kudos I appreciate ko on how Enchung uh, D uh, choose projects this year. Kasi, like, ginawa niya yung Elise, and then yeah. this year, uh, this PPP, to, uh, be fair, to be fair with him, di ba, yung Sirka, maganda rin yung role niya. And then, ang isa pang artist ang na-appreciate ko in uh, Sirka, si Jacqueline Jose as the, ah. ano, uh, parang caregiver, di ba, ni Anani. Anita Linda na parang at the end uh, umaamor ba tayo ni Michelle Anika <laughs> diba so yun yun yung mga I think good points din nung film uh, so let's move on to the next film <laughs> ano uh, sige mag LSS tayo okay yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> LSS by Jade Castro mm-hmm. it's about uh, these two people Khalil Ramos and Gabby, Gabby Garcia, Garcia. 
they're no, they meet on a bus through their sh- and they form a connection through their shared love of music. Pero may sarili-sarili silang buhay at the time. And then the film follows them as they separate and then they intersect again at later points in the movie. Pero it's, it's touted as a romance but it's not really for me a romance. It's more of ano eh. It's It's more of these two people connecting with each other. Parang parang bonus na yung romance. May 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 pa-bonus yung romance at the end. And it's in ayun, hindi naman ako super fan ng Ben and Ben, pero I like their music. Mm-hmm. So ayun, nagustuhan ko naman yung integration ng songs nila. Pero ayun, to me, uh LSS is about ano eh, how people are influenced by the art they consume. Uh not just songs, but movies. Pinarinig akong nagsabi it's about ambition pero nag-apply lang yun kay Gabby not really kay Kanil. Both of these characters nagsistick sa kanila yung sining yung, yung mga kantang naririnig nila. So, yung treatment nila sa film is they sing it out. Uh-huh. Kahit medyo sintonado. I mean, they're both accomplished singers. They're yes. both good singers. Uh-huh. Pero dito, medyo sintonado. Medyo yung parang yung parang minamutter to mean matter mo to yourself. Ganun yung pagkanta nila. It's it's not if it's a musical, it's not a musical in in the you know, musical sense that they will belt it out perfectly. Actually, mga ganitong type na musical, uh, ito na yung mga modern musical. Yeah, sa more modern approach musical, to it. Uh, although may mga yeah, mix din ako makanta sila medyo decently. Pero yun eh, um at the same time these two characters are dealing with their own problems socioeconomically. Yes. Uh, uh si Lalnohin kay Gabby Garcia, she's uh, ulila na siya. She's trying to raise her brother who is, you know, gustong magpumasok sa music industry. I guess medyo idealistic siya na tipong, okay, sige, you're very good, maging successful kayo. But you know, um, I understand naman yung approach nila doon. And ano eh, ang, ang gusto kong iano doon sa Ben and Ben, parang sila yung manic pixie dream band parang they're the band who magically flies in and solves your problems for you parang yun ayun ay, and there's there are a lot of really nice moments in this film especially yung katang isip scene which personally is one of my favorite moments of this the year in Philippine cinema Philippine cinema kasi these are two people they've suffered a setback And the only thing that com- is comforting them is music. And it's music that brings them together. And yung pagkagawa ng art, yung, 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 pagka, yung miss and son mismo yung nagpapalapot <laughs> sa kanila. Kasi may mga nawawalan tao, ginaganon sila, kinisqueeze sila into this, to tighter and tighter frames, na tipong until mag- mag- magdinginan sila, na tipong... <laughs> Nakakatawa yung, 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 yung picture nila, dalawa na tipong... Kaya <sighs> ganon sila. Hindi kasi parang it's awkward. Eh. Picture. Yung, yung parang frame na nakaharap sila, tapos parang yung kakayak lang nila oh, pero yung parang yeah. itsura niya ay tipong pero yun nga Jimmy um, na ano ko sa'yo na yun nga medyo na awkward din kasi sa relationship pero love no I mean kasi eto ah sorry yung eksena ba yun? <laughs> sige sige uh, go, go, go. kasi uh, para lang malaman ng mga nakikinig din uh, dalawa kasi kami ng best friend ko watching it so mm-hmm. pinonvince ko siya to watch LSS which <laughs> I she's reluctant to uh, watch it and then Uh, ako kasi, for me, okay naman siya. I find it mm-hmm. uh, chill, feel good, ganyan. My best friend, she hated it. Mm. So, parang, okay. So, although may mga points talaga na hindi siya, okay, wala naman perfect na film. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, flood tong pelikula. May makikita ka talagang mga butas, ganyan. Uh, yan, katulad, 
specifically with katang isip scene gusto ko siya yeah. although ang nakikita ko kasi with uh, yun nga yung awkward parang part ng kissing scene was that pwede kasing pinapakita ng filmmaker na di ba kasi naghalikan okay spoiler naghalikan po sila Yana Bernardes and another actress which is yung ex ni yung well not really yung ex yung parang hinahabol ni Kalil no, Kalil Ramos so parang it was norm, it's normal mm-hmm. and then when it came to Kalil and Gab parang awkward siya mm-hmm. so parang pwede ko kasing isipin or another interpretation ko with the scene was that kung kailan nag-hetero saka siya nag-awkward yung naging that, awkward awkward na yung dating nung kissing scene ganon and to think na parang ilang beses pa lang silang nag-meet. Kasi diba, nag-meet sila sa bus and then nagkita sila in the cafe, co- ca- cafe yeah. pero tinginan lang. So parang ah. ganun yung parang thinking, paano nangyari na naghalika na agad sila? This, pero <clears throat> these are encounters over the years kasi parang over the years yan. Two, one year, two years. Three, at, at, years at apart eh. They're, 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 they're separated by large enough time. And mm-hmm. understandable na the time na magkikita sila kung maghalikan man sila ay awkward talaga siya. Na-feel ko rin eh. Pero at the same time, with yung ganong encounters, ma-heighten yung romantic tension sa kanila eh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh, parang in, in that moment na sobrang durog sila, yung contrast nila na sila lang yung dalawang humahagulgol among a crowd of people, people watchily, parang happily watching. watching. <laughs> Listening. Listening. Uh, <clears throat> ano, yun din yung, well, I guess... Yun, exactly. Siguro make or break siya. Parang uh, either yeah. super awkward siya tapos, uy, mali yan. Or kick it. No, favorite ko yung scene, ha? Favorite ko yung ano, katang isip scene. Ano din eh, um, it's all, well, yung isang ano ko about the film. I mean, ako, personally, love the film. Pero, there's one thing na medyo nababother din ako na tipo, hindi masyadong naipakita na actively pinipursue ni Khalil or actively hinahanap ni Khalil si Gabby parang kahanapan sila mm. na oh ba parang parang nagets ko na tipong hinahanap niya yung idea of the girl he met on the bus na tipong this is my sanctuary ito yung ito yung happy place ko kumbaga emotionally mm. kasi I really connected with this woman na hindi ko masyadong kilala pero yun nga eh I mean sana may emphasis pa to that kasi there's a lot of time in this movie na they're, ano, they're spending time with other people mm-hmm. na hindi nila masyadong nag-give much thought yung other person. Mm-hmm. Yung si Gabby or... Kaya, yeah, eh, parang mm-hmm. he's really ambivalent about her dun kasi talaga. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, totoo. Ambivalent. Parang siya. yung after nang bumaba ng boss, parang tumingin siya, parang babalik, pupuntahan ko ba siya? Spend more time with her or not? Mm-hmm. Pero he chose not to. Ganyan. Mm-hmm. And then parang closest thing na, na sa pag-person niya is nung pumunta siya sa Route 196 dun sa yeah. Ben and Ben gig he looked around for her pero hindi niya Nina, nagkasali, nagkasali sila, sila so after nun parang ay whatever ganun <laughs> well parang paradoxically nagustuhan ko rin yung parang distance na sinet ng film hmm. between the two leads eh. yun niya eh parang uh, may anticipation ka na uy kailan ito magkikita uh, and at the same time part. parang feeling ko parang hindi ko nga dapat nagustuhan pero nagustuhan na parang a lot of things happen off screen <laughs> yeah parang siya in-imply in-imply lang parang ikaw na lang mag-feel in the gaps kung ano nangyari parang yeah. syempre yung with that tension na ang tagal nilang puro encounters lang and then if, nagkita sila finally dun sa katang isip scene parang magi parang gusto mo ng release na Uy, bakit hindi tayo nag-uusap na nakita tayo oh, sa kape? Oo, oh, may ganun ka talaga. Pero in-skip na lang ng movie. Oh, wordless parang. eh. Tapos bilang... Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Pero kami nga rin ng best friend ko when we're watching it. Kasi parang kinoconsider ko rin na may kasama ko habang nanonood. And kinonvince ko to watch uh, LSS. Sabi niya, ang isa pang problema na nakita namin ay yung si Gabby Garcia. We felt na miscast nga siya. Paano siya miscast? In what, in what way? Mm. Kasi diba parang for me ha, uh, and my best friend's perspective, Regal kasi masyado yung beauty ni Gabby Garcia na para bang... Masyadong mataas, ganun. Oo, para... para Liza Soberano, oh. ganun. <laughs> parang ganun. And parang then, hindi naman. Hindi naman. Especially since Morena siya, ganun. And then... Nasa <laughs> kulay na parang ng balat. <laughs> we're ano eh, no? we're colorist. And then, um, <laughs> yung acting niya, kasi parang may part kasi... Eh, sorry, pumiyok na. Uh, may part kasi dun sa film na di ba yung kinonfront niya yung kapatid niya. Mm-hmm. So, parang we're expecting na parang this is a dramatic moment. Ano siya, magiging emotional siya. But, although, I believe, uh, intention siya ng filmmaker na instead of maging emotional siya, maging cathartic yung mag-acting niya, Respension. parang tumulo lang yung buha niya. Parang walang, lang ko lang, lang ko lang yung face niya. Parang ah, uh, yung ano ko dun eh, kasi, di ba napapakatatag siya? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For her brother. Mature nga siya. So, ano eh, she's, ano eh, she's, trying to repress these emotions and feeling parang ano siya she has may, may parang facade siya she has to keep strong for the people she has to take care of kaya nahihirapan siyang i-release yung kanyang feelings parang ganun yung nakuha ko dun sa acting niya dun sa scene na yun mm-hmm. pero yun I guess once interpretation may vary <laughs> <laughs> true ayun yeah. ano DJ what what do you have any more thoughts about the film before we move on to our last film yung pero yung eksena na yun yung yung Uh, birthday birthday ba ng kapatid niya yun? or me birthday a negotiation pala negotiation kapatid niya na hindi pala kapatid niya surprise parang mas gusto ko pa nga yung eksena na yun eh than katang yung katang kasi parang was more powerful for me hmm. parang kinilig naman ako dun sa eksena ng katang isip pero kung yung absolute value no? <laughs> absolute value nung <laughs> emotion parang sa lakas yun. And yun nga, na hindi siya nag-full on melodrama na hmm. showing maturity. So, nag- naganda na ako dun. In many ways, parang thematic ano rin siya. Parang um, expansion ng inano ni Jade Castro with Endo. Natipong socio-economic concerns they get in the way of, you know, romance. Tsaka ano, in, in parang kinontextualize niya in this, parang itong era na to na gig, econ- gig economy Uh, na tipong yung nanay ni Kalil, Uber driver, pagigig siya. Uh, at ano, napakagaling ni Tuesday Vargas sa pelikula lang. In fairness kay Tuesday Vargas. Deserving, so. ano, best supporting actress. Yan eh. I mean, it's also parang not centrally addressing it. Pero humahapyaw siya dun sa, you know, it's approaching these concepts din. Hmm. Gigig ka namin. Pagigig lang siya. Pagigig lang. Gig in our literal <laughs> sense. Uh, ben and Ben, the magical pixie dream band. <laughs> Saka gustong-gusto ko yung tinugtog na yung pahiwati at di... Ay, maganda yun. Gustong-gusto ko yun. Nakaka-LSS. LSS. In fairness, in fairness sa Ben and Ben, gumana kung promotion to for your music. Gumana siya. Kasi spinatify ko yung mga kanta niya after watching the film. Saka nga pala, another highlight kasi ng film na nag ito parehas kami nagustuhan namin ng best friend ko yung Iana Bernardes um supporting so, yeah. ano role de ba mm-hmm. na parang ah surprising mayroong ano pala siya ganito yung role niya yeah there are a lot of things dun sa portrayal ng karakter ni Iana na yes. ano eh, na hindi din masyadong pinakita 
yung yung scene na iniintay niya yung girlfriend niya na mag-exercise. Uh-oh. Ang daming implied dun sa scene Uh-oh. na yun. Yes. Ito. Na tipong, oh, bakit pa siya hindi dumadating? Parang feel mo, parang may away sila, may something simmering between the surface. Mm-hmm. Under the Pero, surface. The Pero next in, time, nag-break na lang sila. Ganyan. Oh, next time break na sila eh. So, you know, there was a fracture in that relationship dun pala. So, mm-hmm. it's it's smart enough to not tell you some things na you can figure out by yourself. Yeah. Siya nag-spoon feed. Even if overall sentimental din naman talaga yung goals ng film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it works. Ayun, ay, yun. Unlike Lola Egda, kailangan ko talaga i-compare. Dalawa lang ako sinapanood ko eh. So parang ito lang yung skill ko eh. Ganyan eh. Ayun, so, yeah, I, I really liked LSS. Jim, I, I, I know, okay lang sa'yo. <laughs> okay naman. Yeah. Okay naman. So let's move on to, ano, to our last film. Um, the highest grossing PPP film. <laughs> the Panty so, Sisters. The Panty Sisters. <laughs> so, the titular Panty Sisters played by Paolo Ballesteros, Christian Bables, and Martin, Martin Delosario. Uh, They're a trio of ano tayo, um, the beautiful series. Tayo, the beautiful series. Kasi mm-hmm. it started from um, Die Beautiful, Born yeah. Beautiful. Although this one is not, the uh, this one is not like, uh, Relate. Re- related yeah, it's to not the in the same continuity uh, as, you know, the uh, the beach, the, uh, so they're summoned by their father, si Mr. Panty. <laughs> si Played Villano, by um, John Arcelia. Yeah, played mm-hmm. by John Arcelia mm-hmm. and he's, he gives an ultimatum, give me an heir, mm-hmm. para sire a child, and I will give you 100 million pesos. If you're the only one that sires a child out of your three sisters, I will give you 300 million pesos. Mm-hmm. So, you know, nagtry silang mag-sire at magkaanak <laughs> yeah. with varying results. Ayun. Um, yeah. Okay, ikaw muna, Jim. Um, energetic siya. Saka entertaining. Mm-hmm. And ako personally, I like it then or mas prefer ko siya kesa sa Die Beautiful and Born Beautiful. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Mm. Because, nga, because of the ano, energy ng film, tapos pinagsama mo pa yung tatlong ano, yung magagaling na uh, actor na we consider in our generation. Yun. For me, kasi mas nag-stand out si ano, Christian Bables dito. Mm-hmm. Uh, sa kanilang tatlo. Uh, tapos, uh, kasi kasama ko na naman natin yung best friend ko when we watch this. Tuwang-tuwa kami doon sa reference dun sa ikaw ay aking yung tingin nila Rosana Roses and ano and Carmi Martin nung yun nga may namatay na character <laughs> tawang 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 tawa kami nung best friend ko kasi kami lang nagkaka-relate dun sa ano sa part na yun ng film for me ano eh kumbaga from start or from yeah from start to end no dull moments no dull moments yung film eh kaya pumatok din siya sa sa masa, ganun. Although, itong film na to, because, ito nga, LGBT uh, theme siya, expected mo na may mga pasundot na uh, issues like, yan, same-sex marriage, um, gender equality, di ba? And, yun nga, acceptance tolerance, ganyan. So, uh, na-address naman siya, naitawid naman siya nung ano, pelikula. Uh, yun, so, so far, yun lang. <laughs> Sabi ko, I like it. I like the film. Yun, yun uh, ako naman, uh, it's, ano, uh, The Panty Sisters is, kung in terms of parang yung, yung presentation niya, aesthetic niya, it's very similar to a film that would you would see, like, in the MMFF. Tipong pangmasa, medyo comedy, like comedy. It's trying to send a message. Mm-hmm. Pero, I, I mean, for me, it's an experiment by Junlan and company to try to bring progressive ideas 
in a mainstream format, in a more accessible format. The first experiment mm-hmm. niya is like yung andalawang Mrs. Reyes. Na kumita ba? Kumita ba? Yes, kumita siya. Kumita siya. So one of the highest grossing films in last year. So yung ano ko doon is bakit from something like andalawang Mrs. Reyes which is very nicely presented. Mm-hmm. Bakit siya parang this is a step back for me. Mm, iba siya uh, sa'yo. Oh, iba yung ano ko sa kanya eh. Parang nagets ko naman na it's uh, about acceptance. Mm-hmm. Parang pagmamahal is important. You know, we, we in in a film na a film like Panty Sisters could earn 124 million pesos, wala pa rin equal rights for, you know, the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. It's an important thing to talk about. At the same time, ang dami niyong pinipur through its jokes eh kasi sobrang alam mo yun sobrang basic ng jokes niya may pinaperpetuate siyang stereotypes na sana matagal na natin sanang pagdipasan na tipong yung mga bading ay ano parang thirsty sila lahat sa mga ano lalaki ah yeah yun din yung ganun. pala issue ng film and although it also explores yung mga ano yung mga different sexual uh parang gender expressions. Mm-hmm. Yan. Sa, si, sino ba yun? Si Martin Lender Salio? Demi-girl. Demi-girl siya, di ba? <laughs> so, parang hin- mas um, feminine but not completely feminine. Yung mga ganun eh. Ano eh, hindi pa rin explain ng mabuti. Actually, yung part na yun. Oo. Ganun eh. Ang daming, daming issues na sobrang pahapyaw lang yung address niya. Mm-hmm. Na tipong baka mas lalong malito yung audiences pag pinal- mm-hmm. pinanood nila pero alam mo for me kung meron silang napulot na something positive from this experience um, at the very least parang I hope they uh, it worked somehow mm. and I hope Jun Lana and company do try again next time na mainstream experiment with progressive ideas kasi it's it's a it's a cause worth doing mm. naman um, comedy wise di ako masyado natawa <laughs> except yung yung Sailor Moon part. Sobrang tawa ako doon. Uh, ano eh, uh, parang mas natawa pa ako sa, ano, sa Die Beautiful. Ah, Although yung Die Beautiful, medyo may seryosong part siya, diba? Ano Ayan naman eh. yun, Die Beautiful is for me, quiet siya eh. Hindi siya masyadong gumagamit. Ito talaga yung, ito mga, boisterous to eh, subaki. I guess parang Energy. mas born beautiful yung mas, in terms of comedy, yung mas, mas, uh, connect yung mas ano may ko-compare mo mm-hmm. dalawa pero yun nga uh, Ewan ko kasi A for yun. effort but you know <laughs> execution uh, D <laughs> siguro dahil when we watch it ng best friend ko maraming tao sa cinema so when you heard people diba laugh, laughing alam mo that the experience is iba it's diba? a shared experience para bang engage yung audience so talagang Masaya. Ganun when we watch I mean, it. I watched this din with a lot of people, pero yun nga, I, hindi ako masyadong naki-ano with them. Mm-hmm. So, Maybe siguro dahil, ayun ko, nasasakyan ko yung ano yung comedy. Kaya ganun siguro. Yeah, I mean, Iba-iba lang talaga. Kanya-kanyang <laughs> flavor. Mm-hmm. Pero yun nga, it's, 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 it's a mixed plate. I, I understand why some people would not like it. Mm-hmm. Kasama na, kasama-ish na ako dun. Mm-hmm. Well, hindi ko naman siya masyadong hate, pero hindi ko naman siya masyadong gusto. Okay. In lang. Uh, And DJ, do you have questions for the films we watched? Na hindi mo na panahon. Natanong ko naman. Kumita naman. <laughs> Ayan. 
So actually, yun, um, we'll skip the no? we'll skip the what we have watched recently. Kasi ano natin yeah, and ayun, for DJ and Jim, we'll see you guys very soon in Q Cinema. Yes. Up next, Q Cinema. <laughs> ten ten. Sa matalian na direct ang So ano, um, we'll see you guys, and I hope you will enjoy this new batch of episodes we have for you. Bye bye. Bye bye.